have some amazing grandsons. And when I think about being woven together in the Lord and what the church family, church mamas and daddies, brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, friends mean to us, what a perfect Sunday to finish woven together in love's fabric. Completely loved is our theme this month. And so today I am going to give us our final message on this theme. I want you to remember that Colossians 2.2 is giving us some keys for steadfast love today. I want us, um, Angel mentioned that verse about the steadfast love of the Lord. And I want you to know that God's love will be steadfast in your life as you trust him. Amen? As we trust him together. Colossians 2.2 says, I am contending for you that your hearts will be wrapped in the comfort of heaven and woven together in love's fabric. This will give you access to all the riches of God as you experience the revelation of God's great mystery. This woven together in love's fabric gives us access to all that God has for us. Why does the love of God matter? Because we need access to the power and the strength and the virtue and the riches of heaven. Proverbs 3, 3 and 4 says this. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Write it on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. What a promise that when I have the steadfast love of the Lord, I will not only have success in the sight of God, but I will have success in the sight of man because of his great faithfulness. We are completely, say completely. Online, say completely. We, you type it in the chat. We are completely loved by God. That means not one little part of you is unloved. <laughs> he loves the past because he wants you to know he heals it. He redeems it. He restores you. He loves you in the present because he wants you to know he's with you. He loves you for the future because he has great plans for you. The steadfast love of the Lord shows us that we are completely loved. I've also asked you this month, who do you love? And in case you weren't sure who you're supposed to love, Deuteronomy 10:12 says this. Now Israel, what does the Lord your God require from you but to fear the Lord, to walk in all, somebody say all, to walk in y'all a little bit stronger, to walk in all all his ways and love him. Love him. What does the Lord require? For you to love him. He so loved each of us and he wants us to love him back. That is relationship. That is something more than rules and regulation. These parents love their children. They want to raise them in the admonition of God. When we love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our soul. The other thing I told you this month when we celebrated the diversity of God's love was to take off your mask and be honest. And remember it said in Ephesians 2.14 that he is our peace. Who has made both one? He's broken down the walls of partition 
between us. That's what it means to, not these masks that you have to wear still for a little bit longer, but the mask of you don't get to know who I am. You don't get to know what I'm feeling, right? That when I love and I know that this is a safe place of love in God's presence, in God's family, I'm willing to take off the mask and say, you know what? I need some extra prayer today. I, you know what? God bless me. Can I share that blessing with somebody because we're family? You know, we celebrate. I don't have it in my notes, but uh, we celebrate all the accomplishments of so many of our young uh, university students and graduates. But Naresh, I'm just going to, uh, we're going to applaud you. I want you to stand up. Naresh won. Come here where they can see you for just a minute. Naresh won an Aerospace Engineering Award at Sapienza University out of how many thousands of people? 18,000. 18,000. And there were two of you in this category that won this award. That is an accomplishment. We celebrate you this morning. God bless you. Thank you. That's what it means to say, I take off my mask. I'm not afraid to celebrate the good either, right? We need to celebrate one another. How precious is that? If you have something, I want to know about it. If you, my little grandson made that uh, winning point dunk in the basketball game, I want us to celebrate the blessings. Take off the mask and be real with one another. He knows our broken places. Our world is broken, right? <laughs> Our world is broken, but God isn't broken. Somebody say amen. God is not broken. The world may be broken that doesn't know him, that doesn't depend on him. But our God is steadfast and strong and unmovable. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 10 says, We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. You know, I heard a teaching this weekend that said there's a purpose in our pain, right? There's potential in our problems. And when you think about it, can God trust you with trouble? Think about that thought for a minute. If I'm hard-pressed on every side and I have some broken places, and I have some situations in my life that only the love of God is going to get me through. Only the peace of God is going to get me through. Then I have to trust this verse in 2 Corinthians 4. That I may be hard pressed on every side. But I will be strong in the love of the Lord. That's what it means to have steadfast love of the Lord. Somebody say amen. He wants to trust us. We are the light of this world. We don't hide in darkness. We don't hide in despair. We don't quit when trouble hits. Amen? Somebody say amen. We don't quit when trouble hits. We press on for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I told you that one of the keys, and it's actually three itself, is to be courageous, to be caring, and to be Christ-like. In this world right now, we pray for Russia. Somebody say amen. We pray for Ukraine. We pray for all of Europe. We pray for all of Africa. We pray for all of North and South America. We pray for the world. 
We are an international Christian fellowship. And God's love can change the hearts of men and women. We don't live in fear. And you must be careful how you pray so that you pray with courage. You pray with compassion. And you pray like Christ would do. What is this steadfast love? I don't know, Angel, if you and I were just on the same page or if you saw my notes, but I have in my notes Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, which says the steadfast love of the Lord never, somebody say never, never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Amen. Amen. I have to celebrate Beverly. Beverly, wave your hand to everybody. This is Beverly. She's been with us, but she's also been with us online. Now she's here and brought some friends. I love when we get to connect and then we get to really connect. And we know, Beverly, don't we, that his mercies are new every morning. His faithfulness is true every day, no matter what circumstances or hardships come our way. We have to extend this love of God to others. And when you do, it's like sowing and weeping. It's like a boomerang. It's going to come right back to you. When you wake up and say, his mercies are new today, I'm not going to stay in bed and pout and be grouchy and be despairing. I'm going to get up and say, Lord, I need your new mercies today. I need your new confidence today. I need your new courage today. And when we do that, it comes back to us. Amen? Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I just have a couple points of those keys of steadfast love today that I want to give to you. And the first one is that the steadfast love serves God in uncertain times. If you really love God, if you completely love God, if you know the complete love of God in your life, You will continue, say continue, you will continue to serve God in uncertain times. It's just the world in which we live because our devotion, our love is not based on circumstances. If it was, I would have quit a long time ago, right? I would have quit a long time ago, but my love and my devotion is not based on circumstances. I will tell you that the love of God has been present in my circumstances. He's as close as the mention of his name. Throughout scripture, we find testimonies of men and women of God who kept serving him when their world was in turmoil. Mm. When their world was in battle when they were in sickness, when they were in persecution, when they were in upheaval, when they were in loss. Can you think of some people that serve God in uncertain times? I want you to shout it out. If you're online, you can type it in the chat. Give me somebody's name from the Bible that served him in uncertain times. Job, Joseph, David, Daniel, Paul, Esther. Awesome. As we look at scripture, we see an example to follow. God gave us his holy word so that we would know what to do in uncertain times. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the spring of life. Keep your heart. That's where love reigns, right? If I let my heart get heavy, 
then the spring of life may feel like it's drying up. It doesn't have any water flowing. But when I let the living water flow over me, somebody, come on. When I let the living water, the refreshing of the Holy Spirit flow over me, God is faithful. I want to prepare you that this morning at the end of this message, we are going to do something a little different today. You know, as we get closer and closer to relaxing some of our standards, we're still going to abide by all COVID protocols. As long as we are required, we will do what we're required. But this is called an altar area. And those of you that have been at ICF Rome for a long time, you know that we would come and gather at this altar. It's a place where we bring our needs. It's a place where we bring our petitions and our sacrifices. It's a place where somebody prays for me. And so this morning, I've asked some of my leaders in a few moments, they're going to come and stand while the worship team sings. And I want you to come and be prayed for. We won't get close. We'll touch arms this way. But I want you to step out in faith in the comfort of knowing that you can keep your heart and that you don't walk alone, that we are walking together. Keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flows the wellspring of life. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. And Philippians 4.7 says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You see, Steadfast love is not just about how much I can hug you. Steadfast love is not just about how much I can feel happy or content. That steadfast love in uncertain times gives me the peace of God so that my heart is protected and shielded from becoming weary, from becoming weak, from becoming worried. Come on. So that I can be courageous and serve others. This is the other part. We, we did it by blessing this baby today and this family. We are going to serve others because life is a journey that we don't do alone. There is always people involved. There's always people involved. The enemy has tried to isolate us in the last couple years. He's defeated in Jesus' name. We will not be isolated. Amen? We are together. I love that. Somebody give God a praise this morning. I have some verses that I'm asking them. They put up on, they're going to put them up on the screen about how we serve others. And I wanted it to be like this as I read the verse, but I want you to write it down. And I want you to read these verses this week. I want you to meditate on the steadfast love of the Lord and how you serve others. In Genesis 1.28, the Lord told us to be fruitful and multiply. So what does that mean? As I'm faithful to God, I multiply his love. As I'm fruitful, as I invite someone else to be a part of my ministry, or I join a new ministry team, or I meet and greet, I am multiplying the love of God, the goodness of God, the peace of God. In 1 Samuel 12, 23, it says, As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you, and I will continue to teach you the good and right way. 
First Samuel is telling us if we're going to serve others, we got to pray for each other. How can I pray for you if I don't know what's going on in your life? And if I say, can I pray for you? Then you got to say yes. <laughs> if you say to me, can I pray for you, Pastor Jen? You better believe I'm going to say yes. Pray. Pray for my travel. Pray for my children. Pray for my grandson. Uh, this week, my son-in-law burned his hand very bad on their farm. And within 24 hours, my daughter said it was like a miracle. The hand had completely healed itself. The Lord did that. Amen? Amen. That's what it means when we don't cease to pray. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, it says Paul talks about not using the gift. He said, woe to me if I don't use the gift God has given. 1 Corinthians 9 in verse 15, yet when I preach the gospel, I have no reason to boast because I'm obligated to do this. But woe to me if I don't preach the gospel. Woe to me if I don't use the gift, Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians 9. Each of you has been given a gift to love others with. Veronica plays the guitar and she blesses the Lord in music and it's beautiful and you're serving the Lord and you sacrifice your Saturdays for practice. There are those of you that come early to sit in the back and make sure people can be received as they come in. Those of you that come early in the prayer room, Abeba, wave at me. Wave at me, Abeba, I see you, yes. One of our prayer warriors who's there every Sunday morning praying over what God is doing, amen? Woe to us if we don't use the gifts that God has given. I could name all of you that use your gifts in so many ways. And those of you that haven't yet, this is a place where you can serve, where you can love God and obey his word. Colossians 4.17 says, And say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry through which you have received. Worship team, I want you to come at this time. I want you to be careful who sets your standards for God's love. Don't let the world set your standards for loving God. Don't let the world set your standards for loving others. Don't let the explosions of crisis determine the way you stand steadfast in God's love. Listen, the world says good is relative. You might say it's good if I feel like it. But God says good is real and honest. The world says love is free. You might say to love me is going to cost you something. But Jesus said, I have given the greatest sacrifice of love. Be careful how and who sets your standards for God's love. There is a pattern of love that is God. He created me to have love between us unmoved, unchanged, undaunted, and never undone. He was bruised and brought healing. He was persecuted and brought freedom. He was dead and brought life. Somebody say amen. He is risen and brings power. Here's what his love does not do. His love never forsakes me. It never misleads me. He never forgets me. He never stops loving me. He will never overlook me. Here's what his love will do. When I fall, he lifts me up. When I fail, he forgives. 
When I'm weak, he's strong. And when I'm afraid, he's my courage. When I stumble, he steadies me. And when I'm hurt, he heals me. When I'm broken, he mends me. When I face persecution, he shields me. When I face problems, he comforts me. So if you're wondering today why I believe in the complete love of God in action, it's because he has never failed me yet. The blessings of God are true. He is with you. He is for you. Will you stand all over this place today? Lord, praise the Lord. Can you just say thank you, Jesus, for giving me a word for my life for this new beginning of 2022? I'm so glad you joined us today. And I want to pray with you. You know, maybe last year your heart got lukewarm, your heart got discouraged, or maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. This is the day where you can start the whole new year with Jesus in charge. He wants to make you complete. So I want to invite you to pray with me right now that Jesus will be completely yours in every area of your life. Will you do that with me? Let's pray together. I'll pray and you pray with me because we're going to declare over your life that Jesus is completely yours. So Father, I thank you for touching my life. You say it. Father, thank you for touching my life. I invite you right now to come into every part of my heart and my mind. Come into every part of my heart and my mind. Jesus, I want to be completely yours. Jesus, I want to receive the complete love that you have for me. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I give all of my life to Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for saving my life, for renewing my vision for what lies ahead in my life. I'm going to serve you all the days of my life with your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. And if you did, I want you to send me an email. I pray for you. I am thankful for you. I love receiving those emails. And we're going to help you. We've got things we can send you, resources, so that you walk in victory. You know, we can't walk alone. And God wants you to walk in complete victory, no matter the circumstance. I also know that maybe you have some big decisions facing you for 2022. Maybe you'd say, Pastor Jen... I need that other kind of prayer where the Holy Spirit just comes upon me and just renews my, my conviction that God is in charge of my life. So whatever you're facing today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the miracle working power and love and grace of God would just completely fill that room where you're watching from today. So Lord, I thank you that you have given us this word that we are complete in you and that you have a complete and beautiful plan for our lives. No matter what feels like it's missing, God, if you're not missing, we're complete. So Lord, I pray for miracles. I pray for job decisions. I pray that open doors would swing wide and it would be evident that it is your, your blessing, your plan. Lord, I pray against discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the weariness of the past would be gone and defeated in Jesus' name and that there would rise up within the one listening to this prayer right now a new hope, a new joy, a new love for life that says, Lord, I'm still here. I have a plan and a purpose for God to do my life with. And so, Lord, I thank you that you're going to be with the ones who are with you right now. They're going to be in 
encouraged. They're going to be um, motivated to share a testimony. And as you share, let the hope and the life and the victory of Jesus come forth. Your miracle is on the way in Jesus' name. Your miracle is in motion right now in Jesus' name. The prayers that you have prayed for maybe a year, two years, I believe you're going to see the promises of God unfolded and revealed in Jesus' name. We are excited for what God wants to do. I love you. I bless you. I can't wait to see you in our online on Wednesday night. A lot of things are going to be um, multiplying at ICF Rome. We're not going to shrink back, but we're going to expand on campus and online, and we want you to stay apart and be apart and invite someone else. It could change their life forever. So I'm blessing you for 2022. Are you ready? Let's go do this.